Hi, I'm Miriam. I'm Arielle. And you're listening to 7 Minutes in Heaven. The sex news podcast by sluts. For sluts. Today we're talking about when your Apple Watch betrays you. Circle jerking with your bros. And we tell you everything you need to know about squirting. We also answer a question from a listener who's struggling to orgasm with partners. What sexy thing did you do this week? Deleted all my dating apps. No shade to people with dating apps because I was one of you up until a week ago. You're probably going to become one of us. Or, well, I deleted mine too, but (laughs) I'm probably going to download them after we record this. (laughs) I honestly have been really, really enjoying it. I think I'm just at a time in my life right now where I'm really focusing on me and not looking to date. But, um, inspirational. Yeah. It just honestly, for me, like, I get really obsessed with it and spend a lot of time on it. Same. I, it's, Forced me to just spend more time on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it is sad. Like, sometimes I feel trapped on my phone where I'm going from Instagram to Bumble to Hinge to Twitter to Instagram and then through the all of our different Instagrams. Yeah. I'm like, I just need, like, a dopamine rush. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's... I'm going to try to limit my Instagram activity, too, but one thing at a time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't limit it on yeah, um, SMH, SMH stuff. Yeah, cool. cool. <laughs> two posts a day uh cool so how are you gonna have sex (laughs) i mean i do have like guys from before right you have a little black book so yeah i have my black book and i'm just gonna have to go out there and get get it popping which i think is good like i kind of want that kind of desperation desperation (laughs) maybe a challenge yeah kind of like oh i'm horny tonight and i'm not going to use a dating app to fulfill that wow no that it sounds like a really hard like level 100 challenge (laughs) i'm like runescape i feel like it'll be a good way to hone in my skills in the real world yeah i've had the reason why i did it is because i've had a few weekends in a row where i've just been killing it irl Mm -hmm. so i'm kind of like let me also as i said i want to focus on me Mm-hmm. Um, but when I do go out and your girl wants to get some, she can still get some. Right, you can at the snap of your fingers. Yeah. Me, on the other hand. You can. <laughs> I've seen you in action and you no, got yeah. game. Yeah, I definitely have game. Um, I feel like I just don't really go out, to be honest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or like I'll go to a bar and I hate the music and then have to immediately leave because my body just can't fake dancing to songs that I don't like you know what I mean yeah of course that's why we only go to bars that we like yeah yeah like I'd rather just be dancing in my room yeah and then going on pump ball (laughs) (laughs) uh okay let's get into news you don't have a sexy thing oh my sexy thing uh No, I mean, uh, I also deleted my apps today, but like I said, I'm probably going to re-download them. So maybe my sexy thing is... Could be the event that we went to. That wasn't my sexy thing, but let's talk about it. I'm going to talk about this event in lieu of my sexy thing. Okay. Okay, so Miriam and I went to the Wang on Thursday to to, um, hear SX Noir's panel on sex workers what it was called uh unpacking sex worker stigma something like that yeah yeah um so i don't remember all of the panelists names and i know that you do miriam uh, <laughs> there was giselle marie mm-hmm. 
Um, there was Claire Fitz. Yes. What is Fitzsimmons? Yeah. Do you think she's Jewish? Fitzsimmons sounds like a Irish. Yeah. She's Australian. I don't think there's Jews in Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Um, there was that girl, oh, what was her name? It was like Liara Rue. Yeah. She was so cute. Oh my God. So cute. And they were all beautiful. Wait, I love when she, she was talking to the entire room and going in circles did you see her like look at us and when she gazed at least she gazed into my eyes and I was like oh my god (laughs) she knows what she's doing (laughs) and then there was Cayenne yes Cayenne Um, so Cayenne Giselle Misfits Liaru and then then, SX Noir and then the the girl who came late that's Giselle oh okay okay um yeah uh Cayenne was the only one who got paid. I know I'm jumping ahead of myself. Cayenne got paid? She got paid, yeah. Oh, shit. Because she demanded it, but I think the Essex more paid out of her pocket. Um, okay, guys, we just, like, her eyes dropped the ball a little bit. But so we went to this event. Miriam and I were sitting um, on this side in the front row of the side. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the panelists were really awesome. They were talking all about sex work and the difference between trafficking and sex work. But actually I don't think that they literally explained the difference between trafficking and sex work. They just kept talking about how sex work isn't trafficking. They also made a really good point of saying that it's a spectrum. Like it's not just one or the other. Sometimes you have to do sex work because you need fucking money. What is that? What's the difference between that and trafficking? I mean, trafficking is forced. But then you could just say that about any fucking job. Like, I've been watching the Kardashians recently. Mm -hmm. And you know how Kim had a surrogate? Yeah. How is that different from sex work? You're giving up your body and putting your body through something. Actually, being pregnant is definitely much more challenging than having sex. I saw a tweet today. Someone said that Kim only paid $45,000, but it's Twitter, so how am I supposed to know? I find that really hard to believe. Yeah. That's insane. I don't know what the prices are, but I feel like I if you're Kim Kardashian... Yeah, you should be paying pay. $1 million for your fucking I wonder, baby. I guess you have to get taxed for that, too. There's no way it was 45000 Yeah. No, because when you have a surrogate, you're, like, on top of her all the time. Remember Baby Mama? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, that's nuts. Squirrel. Squirrel? Is that what it, it turned out to be? The- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ultrasound. Um, so just the idea of what trafficking is I'm just saying I don't think that they explicitly said it I know what the difference is but I felt like they were like um circumlocuting is that the word it's not even the word circumventing circumventing yeah the topic I feel like a lot of people in the crowd were sex workers so I think a lot of people already knew that I guess so but they I think a lot of people don't so with sex work being circumstantial I I feel like the difference is they're choosing to do it no one's forcing them to but they wouldn't want to be doing it if they had another choice yeah um so it's kind of like they've they're forcing themselves to rather than someone else one thing that was really interesting to me that I I guess I knew but just didn't think of sex work in this way is that it's really like you're running your own business like I remember what was SX Nora was talking about how, like, you need to do brand... Yeah, you're branding. Yeah. You're building your brand. You, it's, like, really entrepreneurship. It's yeah. something that you should be able to fucking put on your resume. If you're a sex worker, like, you're building an image. Yeah, you've got great communication into. skills. Yeah. <laughs> Empathy. Empathy. Yeah, they're, like, social workers, basically. Cross-functional environments. And they're, like, you know, the people that go get sex workers oftentimes really need it. Like, sometimes maybe wouldn't have been able to get those experiences 
otherwise, you know? Yeah. People who either have difficulty having sex or have difficulty having the kind of sex that they, they want. want to be having. Yeah, totally. Um, okay, one of the girls was talking about, f- whoa, fuck, that just, um, I totally forgot again. The dabs. <laughs> the dabs, yeah, from yesterday. I'm, so, I'm in such a fog. Um, oh, worry. One, one girl stood up and asked, how is sex work benefiting the world? And I thought the answer that Liara gave was a little, not weird, but she said, just like, tell people to fuck off. I think that sex workers really, really benefit the world by all the reasons that we just said. Yeah, I think sex work is an important job. Vital. It needs, yeah, yeah. And that's why it's the oldest profession, because it was the first necessity. Yeah, like, (laughs) supply-demand, motherfucker. (laughs) That one woman who stood up, and she was like, uh, someone had asked, what do you find gratifying about sex work? And one woman stood up and said, what I find gratifying about sex work is that I've opened up two retirement accounts before oh, the age yeah. of 23. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, bitch. Wait, why do you need two retirement accounts? I don't know, but I only have one, so. <laughs> one, she filled one all the way up. Yeah, she she's just <laughs> diversifying her um, investments. Right, so, so the crazy thing that happened um, was towards the end of the event, End of the panel. As Sex Noir says, she reveals that she wasn't paid um, for the panel. And everyone was super shocked by that because we just assume, like, you know, I saw Maya Rudolph at the wing um, a couple months ago, and I assumed she was paid. And Maybe the programming they did. at the wing is included in the membership. Like, that's one of the perks of paying whatever, 250 right. bucks a month so is where that, is that you that get money to go going towards. Y- yeah, to the, these yeah. programs. And we aren't members, but we went, we bought food, we bought mm-hmm. drinks. So the wing profited off this yeah. event. Because SX Noir was bringing in that money for them. She yeah. made them so much money. And, you know, maybe you don't pay someone like Maya Rudolph, but sex workers need fucking money. Right, they're right. so marginalized. They're so fucked over. They're criminalized. They're the reason they had the criminals. event was so that they could be they could be seen as supporting sex workers more often and then they just like they didn't yeah, financially what? support the sex workers. But then this that woman, this woman yeah. who was just like so beautiful and just had this Wait, wait her name is Frida. Frida. Someone DM'd me Frida Truth maybe. Oh shit. Yeah. Wow. And I said in my Instagram story I said she was being manic and the person Mess me, she's like, she's not manic, she's just very passionate. <laughs> okay, continue. Yeah, she had so much energy and vivacity, but yeah, she was just like talking about how she forgot her wallet, but then she went back to grab it, and she's broke, and she has student loans, and this is her last $10 cash, and she was like, I want to give this to you guys, and that just set off this beautiful chain reaction of people giving money, and I just like was crying, and everyone it was, was really crying. Crazy. It was so beautiful, and it was like, wow, these people, a lot of these people are sex workers, a lot of these people don't have fucking money and are marginalized and they're showing up and giving money and supporting their community and the wing can't even fucking pay these people yeah yeah it was so surreal like it was perfect yeah it felt happened. planned yeah it did <laughs> was it planned i don't know it, it, it really <laughs> felt like it had been planned but it can't, like it was also felt also very spontaneous you know like yeah. this woman was just like can i speak i have money can i speak and they were just like yeah yeah go for it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was insane um, and there was, like, this weird singing at first, but I saw a lot of people say they really liked it, and I think it's just because we're Jewish. <laughs> we weren't super Yeah, it was it. just about praying and Jesus and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was, like, so stoned at the event, and I wasn't sure what was going on at <laughs> first, but it was actually really beautiful, um, this woman, I don't know what her name was, and she definitely was paid, but she wasn't oh, yeah. a panelist, um, 
the way that she just got everyone to Patricia stand Lee up. Davis was her name. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You take such vigorous <laughs> notes. Um, it was really beautiful how she just called everyone up and, like, without has or a couple of people hesitated, but <laughs> they eventually stood up and, like, embraced her. That was nice. It just felt like community and it felt really warm and accepting. Yeah. Which is really nice. Yeah. And the outfits were insane. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. I was the worst dressed one there and I was in the front <laughs> row. Also, we're definitely going to be in a, a video. That's fun. Yeah. I just want to be famous, so. <laughs> um, and so many, I know that this is super ignorant of me to say, but I was just surprised when a woman would stand up and like, you know, just wearing normal clothes and she'd just be like, yeah, I'm a sex worker. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I mean, of course, of course sex workers are, like, normally dressed. But I don't know, it was just, and of course this is an event for sex workers, but I've been seeing a lot on the internet, too, that's like, you never know who in your life is a sex worker. Like, a lot of people profit from this. Yeah, it's they're, like, like really cam-girling or whatever. Yeah, I, I know no a few idea. people who sell their underwear. Yeah, yeah. It's a good way to make we that just, money. We just talked to one lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know Danny Daniels? Mm-mm. Okay, she's one of my favorite porn stars. Oh, shit. And she has this show called Dinner with Danny on Amazon where she invites a lot of well-known porn stars or former porn stars um, and has dinner with them, and they just talk. And you got to watch it, Miriam. It's so cool, I yeah. bought one episode, watched it yesterday, and learned so much stuff that I had no idea about just what it's like to be a sex worker, all the complications and barriers they have in just relating to other people and dating people. And, like, yeah. some porn stars like to date their fans. Others can't. Other Some people never watch their videos. Yeah. Others, like, jerk off to their own videos. So. I would be in that camp. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I think everybody should watch it if you're really into porn. What and was it called? Dinner with Danny. Dinner with Danny. And each episode is like a dollar or so. Okay. Or like two dollars, yeah. Can throw a girl a buck. Really worth it. And Danny Daniels is really, really cool. But it's just like, I remember this was on Family Guy, which, you know, social commentary from Family Guy, but they there was a scene where there were people having sex for money. And a, po- a cop is like, are you having sex for money? And they're like, no, 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 that guy's filming it. And you're like, oh, okay. You know, <laughs> and it's like, okay, so if people who are, like, having sex for money just filmed it, then they'd be following the law. Like, that is stupid. Yeah, that but is that totally is a good stupid. loophole. Yeah, but I mean, I wouldn't, if I was going to a sex worker, I doubt I'd want that on camera. Even though maybe I would. Or you just film it and you don't, and then you burn it. Yeah. And you're like, well, technically we filmed, we filmed. yeah. We're going to post it, but, you know, shit happens. <laughs> this is really hilarious. Someone that I follow on Twitter, EJ Dixon, she's a mom, but I didn't know that she was a mom until she revealed it at one point. Just I thought she was like... 21 years old she's so cool so she wrote this um article for gq it's called why straight men are joining masturbation clubs yeah this is something i've heard of for sure but like so i don't really think about it like an organized masturbation club randomly spontaneously like a circle jerk a circle jerk exactly um and then there's also actually clubs so the article is really long we're gonna link it in the um the comments um, but just a couple, like, takeaways from it. So on Tumblr, they call it buddy baiting. So that's the slang, <laughs> buddy baiting. And the article starts out with, I'm assuming, this Jewish kid. He went to Israel with his friends, um, and they were hiking in the mountains, and they go really deep into this cave. It's pitch black. And then 
the guy says that it didn't take long for someone to <laughs> to say, oh, we should uh, buddy bait. Like, what? Why is that obvious? <laughs> so they all just do it, but they can't see each other, but they're, like, jerking off. Um, and then they never talked about it. That's uh, so funny. Yeah. So there's this one club called Rain City Jacks. Um, wow. Which lets, as the website says, it's a club for men to jack off openly and safely in a uniquely sex-positive non-discriminating and mutually respectful community so it actually sounds really beautiful yeah (laughs) that's just to me masturbation in particular is so for me I can't imagine masturbating with other people it's really intimate and vulnerable yeah Yeah. I look so ugly when I'm masturbating (laughs) (laughs) or if I'm masturbating with a partner it's kind of like performative Mm -hmm. but I can't imagine masturbating for myself with other people Mm mm-hmm Um, So the reasons why some psychologists and sexologists said that men are interested in this. Oh, and also with the club, it's the majority of men are gay, but there's still a sizable chunk of heterosexual men. Like, I think Mm. it was like 10 to 20 percent, probably 20 percent. So some of the reasons are uh, someone with exhibitionist tendencies, kind of like Louis C.K., like to jerk off in front of other men to feel validated so let's say they're jerking off and their friends like, oh, like nice balls, dude. And then they just feel Aww, good. Yeah. yeah. So they have to like be doing this with um like really nice people. <laughs> yeah. That's when I was like, what's that weird thing on your balls? You know? <laughs> um, someone else, the sexologist said that people feel stronger in a group. So if there's a really shy guy who doesn't really know what he's doing, once he's masturbating with everybody else, he can maybe feel more open and secure and can just kind of like live out his fantasies and his I don't know, be wilder, like moan more or something like that while he's masturbating. So that can be really helpful. Um, And then another reason, interesting, um, some guys like to come from handjobs instead of just sex. And if they they have a partner at home, I suppose, who, you know, wants to have sex and not just like give a handjob, these men can go to the clubs and they can finish that way without the pressure of having to finish by sex. Mm. So they're kind of just like getting away from the orgasm that they want. Uh, yeah, so damn interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't think this is a thing for girls. So I, I follow um Sydney Gallup on yeah LinkedIn yeah um and she's the owner of Make Love Not Porn, a porn website. So she posted this article and I read some of it. I didn't mm-hmm. finish it because it's super long. Um, but yeah, I, I like wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to like it. But then I was like, I can't like it on LinkedIn. <laughs> that will show. Was well, it about female? It was jerks? this exact article. Oh, this about one. Circle jerks. Yeah. I see. Yeah, male circle jerks. I think it's like girls used to practice making out with each other and guys jerk off with each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably, I don't know. I don't know why it would be gendered. I guess like we can't stand in a circle really as much. Yeah. Like I would want to lay back or sit, you know? Also, it's just guys know about masturbating before girls do because it's not taught in schools. True. So it's like... It would be beneficial if we all did it together. Yeah. Like, hey, guys, this is how you do it. Yeah. (laughs) And that's another reason why boys do it when they're younger. Right. Like, all their little... Learning their bodies. Yeah. Remember in Big Mouth, like, and Pen15, like, we see how hard it is to learn how to masturbate. So when you have other people and you feel good about it, it's, like, power to the group. Yeah. Yeah. That's All right. cute. News item number three. Yeah, so another sex ed-related news item. You always bring the sex ed. I know, I love it. sex ed. Um, so in Idaho, they're trying to pass this bill 
called Opt In to Sex Ed Bill, which would yeah. require... Mm-mm. Oh, no. It would require parents to sign a form opting their child in to receive a uh. sex ed. So if they don't sign the form, the child wouldn't get sex ed. Uh, thankfully, there's a lot of opposition. People are super opposed to this, so it's probably not going to pass. Um, but they're saying, like, if the whole point of sex ed is that we want to prevent uh, STIs and pregnancy. So, like, if parents don't sign this form, then their kids aren't going to learn that, and then they're not going to have the tools that they need. So, yeah, that's basically it. Like, they're trying to pass this opt-in bill, but um, there's a lot of opposition, so I don't think it's going to go through. Stay tuned. Fuck Idaho politicians, and good for Idaho... uh, Constituents? Yeah, constituents. Yeah. (laughs) I just really need to talk about uh, Woman for Cohen, the Twitter account that Michael Cohen (laughs) paid um, a consulting company, or the, the CEO of a consulting company, to run during the 2016 presidential campaign. He wanted to create this really great image of himself, so he has his Twitter account, Women for Cohen. He himself wasn't technically tweeting from it, so when people ask him, he's like, no, I didn't. This wasn't me. Oh my god. (laughs) And so the Twitter account makes him seem like a sex symbol, and some of the things that they called him were um, pitbull, brilliant, intriguing, and sex symbol, so I just wanted to address that that is a thing. That's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) I don't agree with that. I mean, I don't really know. I don't know what Michael Cohen is like in bed. I feel like... I feel like maybe he had the potential to be good, but because there's so much, there was so much evil inside of him. <laughs> you know how could I, how can he be good in bed if he's working for Trump? Yeah, yeah. I mean, someone we were told me earlier about how men who hate women are the best in bed. Well, but Dude, I don't, that was a joke. It was a joke. I don't think I agree with that. Yeah, though. it's a joke. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> but like, but it could be true. You know, like I said, I think that men who hate their moms are good in bed (laughs) i got just one more news item for y'all um this is like i get it it's i think (laughs) i think it's this type of survey where you're like yeah obviously um but you need it to just yeah yeah kind of but it was also just one of those silly surveys that are sent out to a bunch of people so it's not like really research so x hamster <laughs> one of these big um porn sites surveyed 11,000 users porn site name x hamster <laughs> <laughs> is that in pornhub is that does pornhub, Part of the pornhub that? i'm not yeah, sure i can't remember um anyway so they want to find out or they wanted to confirm if people who watch porn are more likely to be bisexual and yes that is the case and why I think that's obvious is because when you're bisexual you're open to more experiences and when you watch more porn like the more you you kind of get into like a black hole and you see things that you never maybe meant to see or like you accidentally (laughs) happened upon it and then you get aroused and you're like whoa what's going on I guess that's that's like how I got into lesbian porn when I was a kid Oh, I started porn with lesbian porn because I was freaked out by dicks. <laughs> I didn't want to see a dick. <laughs> they were all, it was like lesbian porn made for men. It was called, did you watch this? Girls Catching Girls. No. And girls would like find girls on the street and like convince them to have sex with them. Oh. And then it was like a lesbian nice. threesome. Nice. Um, it was hot. Was but... that like a fantasy of yours to be snatched up from the street? No. Oh. <laughs> that kind of freaks me out. Like, I'm just walking down the street and someone gets me in their car and then pressures me to have sex with them. Like a... Yeah, it sounds pretty rapey. Yeah. It is rape. <laughs> it just is. Yeah, so 22% of porn users are bisexual. 1% are asexual. 
Which wow. we talked about poor news on our asexual episode, yeah. episode two. If you haven't listened, yeah, give go it back. A listen. Stop, pause this one, and go and listen. Four um, percent are gay or lesbian. The majority of people are heterosexual. Sixty-seven percent. Um, and so, with the frequency of porn use, thirteen percent of people who watched porn once a week were bisexual. Mm-hmm. And then, the more you watch, like per day, per week, etc., the more likely you were to be bisexual. So. Huh. Um, they're not saying, there's no real determination here with correlation or causation, but it, this seems like, um, it's It's a thing. Yeah. So the vice president of X hamster said, we can only provide correlation, not prove causation, but it would seem that watching porn more frequently helps shows users, helps to show users what sexuality can be. The more porn you watch, the more you may think, hey, that's actually somewhat of a turn on. Maybe I'm not totally as gay or straight as I thought, just like I said. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you guys a story. Okay. Um, So (laughs) when I was 19 years old, I went on my first Bumble date with this guy named Jonathan who worked on Wall Street. He was 30. I was 19. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. He, we went to that place, uh, fuck, what's it called? It's right near Grand Central. It's like, you have to go down the stairs. It's like a tequila bar. I forgot the name, but it's a place that people go to. Anyway, (laughs) got a drink there, got two drinks there. He paid for my drinks, first time a guy had ever paid for my drinks. We went back to his studio in Murray Hill, I guess it was. Oh, what a job. He, yeah. It was huge, and he had monogrammed wine glasses with his initials. Uh, we was smoked. He in finance? Yeah, he was. He worked on Wall Street. Yeah, cool. I already we, said that. Yeah, we smoked a joint. We watched BoJack Horseman. Ooh. And he is a white Jewish guy, and literally oh. like the biggest. Well, at that point, was definitely the biggest dick I'd ever experienced. Like probably ten inches. I'm not exaggerating. Oh, yeah, so like excessive. The um, tribe. Yeah, yeah. And anyway, I was really fucked up. He was hot. He had a great dick. Um, we had, he was like fingering me like really hot. I oh, was yeah. so wet. And How I. How wet were you? <laughs> I was so wet that I fucking porn star squirted all over his sheets. For like, real? yes. Oh my God. Yes. Like you saw it. Yeah. Like it literally was like a fountain. Wow. Yeah. Is that the first time? That was the only time oh. I had ever squirted. <gasps> And I was obsessed with him, like, right afterwards. The next day, I was like, we need to have sex again. You need to make me squirt again. And I think <laughs> I think he, that freaked him out. And he was like, because, like, you know, that's a high bar. So he made excuses, and we never had sex again. Oh. And I never squirted. Until <gasps> I ordered the vendor from Unbound Babes, and I used it for the g-spot stimulation i actually don't really like vibration on my clit so i use my fingers for my clit and i use the bender for the g-spot and i was coming and i didn't it wasn't a fountain but i looked down and my my comforter was wet there was just a wet spot on it Mm -hmm. and i was yeah like a circle and i was just so shocked and it hasn't happened since i have used the bender since but the fact that that made me squirt, like, that should be enough to tell you that you should get this fucking vibrator. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. It's also really quiet compared to others. I don't know. I have friends who are like, is it quiet? 
<laughs> no, a lot of the vibrators that I've been using recently are very, very loud. Yeah. Um, but I'll save those reviews for later. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> That's a joke for us. An inside um, joke. Okay, so the, <laughs> the bender, by the way, um, is like, what is it, seven inches? No, maybe more. I can ten inches. And um, so it, it, it looks like a stick, a stick, and it's bendy, um, like a like a gumby, like a gumbo. What was that? Like the green figure? The, like, I think it's gumby, gumby, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, so it comes in pink and green. Miriam and I both have it in pink. Um, and it's like six and a half, seven inches. I wish I could see this. Um, it is fifty nine dollars. Yeah, it's like... Yeah? Okay. But 15% off if you use my discount code, which is LOVEREL, and um, soon we'll have one for the podcast. Spell spell REL. Oh, okay, so it's LOVE, A-R-I-E-L-L-E. That's LOVEREL. <laughs> yeah, if you want 15% off. Yeah. Um, it's great. The only thing, I'm going to be honest with you... Be honest. The battery... It dies. It does. It, it so does. You have to recharge it every time. Yeah, or every two times. Yeah. But the thing is, for me, on the second time, it always dies, and then uh, I have to switch off to another vibrator. Oof, that's yeah. Um, and so for me, I actually only prefer um, clitoral uh, vibrator stimulation, and I don't really like putting things in my vagina. Mm. Um, I'm not sure why, because I love being finger banged, as you know. Um, I do know. But yeah, so I need to experiment with it. I've just always been like, you know, like a texture that you don't like to touch. Yeah. Like for me, it's like velvet. What don't you like touching? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I feel like when I'm like touching my vagina. Like when I go, when I almost go in and I just feel like it, it skews me out. I don't like know. Like the sponginess? Like your G-spot or... I don't know. It just, like, weirds me out. I don't know if it's, like, one thing. Um, Maybe I need to cut my nails. Maybe I'm, like, Mm. nervous that I'm just going to fuck shit up. Definitely cut your nails. (laughs) I also want to, like, I don't know if we described the bender. Did you say that it bends? I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) Well, I said it was, like, a a gumby thing. Right, 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 right. So you can bend it. You can bend it literally in Um, half. You can, like, put it kind of in inside you and also have it on your clit Mm -hmm. and, like, just kind of rub it everywhere and it's it's really great to use with a partner oh how would they finger you with it oh, or i mean they fuck yeah, you yeah, with yeah it. they fuck you they with penetrate it. you yeah with it mm-hmm. cool cool yeah and we're back <laughs> <laughs> it never gets old <laughs> <laughs> all right we're talking about squirting. squirting squirt 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 okay the medium age for um, participants that I found in the study of squirting was 25. Oh. Yeah. Um, wow. But that's probably, like, the median age. You know, there's yeah. a 11-point variation. Interesting. Um, for me, it was when I was in college. How old were you? Like... I think I was, like, 20. I was... I think I was also 20. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was 20. It was my sophomore year. It was... After my sophomore. It was with the guy who I'd been hooking up with, like, since freshman year, and he had such a big, girthy dick, mm, mm-hmm. and he was just, like, fucking me so hard. I was on top, and then I squirted, and he was like, did you just squirt? And I was like, I don't know, did I? 
I was like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> he was like, no, I liked it. It's cool. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then once boys find out I can squirt, they're just always trying to make it happen. Do you squirt every time? No, definitely not. Like I need to be, I need to be fucked super hard or finger banged really, really hard. And do you, do you like it? know when it's about to come like if you're gonna squirt can you tell no I really can't it's not like a build-up like an orgasm Mm -hmm. for me so a lot of guys think that I am orgasming because it's a physical thing that they can measure like Mm -hmm. you know what's going on in my body but they're wrong so (laughs) I hope that boys are listening to this squirting does not always mean an orgasm yeah um I think it's just like when I am being penetrated so hard like that like they're just hitting my g-spot it just feels so good and so you asked me one time if I never orgasm in during sex why do I even like it because if it feels so good and then the orgasm would be like just you know fucking explosive yeah but I still like it in general and it probably because I'm it's like you have to hit the g-spot a certain amount of times until it just cracks and then I just I'm squirting not like like a like a bucket of liquid it's not like a fountain yeah it's not yeah not like what you would see in porn um that was my squirting experience like my big squirt yeah yeah that's what it sounded like yeah did it scare you it's it shocked me I wasn't Uh scared because I did know about squirting Uh but I wasn't expecting it I did remember that I really had to pee (laughs) <laughs> like, I really had to pee, but then we just ended up having sex, so I, it was pee. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that yeah. later, but yeah. Um, it was more like, I was kind of embarrassed, and I was like, oh, like, I can change your seats, and he was like, no, it's okay. <laughs> and then he didn't realize that it's urine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he changed them later. Yeah, you know, I don't know, he went to sleep, like, right in the middle oh, of Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, I'm gonna leave. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Um, oh, well, yeah, so more into my study. It was uh, an international online survey. It's called Female Ejaculation Has a Positive Impact on Women's and Their Partner's Sexual Lives by Drs. Wimpissinger, Springer, and Stocky. We're going to put all this um, in the comments, not the show comments. Notes. The show notes, yeah. Um, okay, so they wanted to study the characteristics of female ejaculation and if squirting impacted sex lives. So I think that a lot of girls are scared to squirt. They think it's like going to gross their partner out. So when I did it the first time and I was like, oh my God, because I thought maybe (laughs) the guy wasn't going to be into it. um, This study, I hope, will make people feel better about squirting. Um, So over 18 months, 320 participants between the ages of 23 to 45 were logging how many times they squirted, how much they squirted, and what their partners and how they felt about it and during their sex lives. Um, so the results showed that, like I said, the first time people squirted was around 25 years old. Um, most women who squirt ejaculated a few times a week. So it's called female ejaculation is squirting. Um, the Wait, average... Huh? I heard that it was different. Female ejaculation is different than squirting. They're different Oh, liquids. different types of fluids. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I guess we'll get into into this later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. So the average squirt was two ounces. Oh, sure. Um, and for 83% of women, it's usually a clear fluid. So I suppose when it has more urine, things get sort of complicated. Well, also, two ounces, just to give you an idea of how much that is, that's more than a shot. Wow. So think of like a shot of vodka, mm. but a little bit more than that. 
Yum. That squirt. Delicious. <laughs> I didn't know that that. Thank you. Um, yes, yeah, so 78% of women and 90% of those females' partners said that squirting enriched their sex lives, and only 4.4% said their partners just didn't even know that they were squirting. Huh. Um, but maybe if they did, they would say that it was cool. So. I feel like squirting is definitely sexualized a lot, and people think it's really hot, mm-hmm. squirting in general. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. It's okay if you can't squirt. Yeah. <laughs> I don't squirt. I don't squirt like you do. I've only had probably two or three in my lifetime at this point. But, but that when you squirt, number, I feel like it's a lot. Mm, that Just one, the time one time was mm-hmm. a lot. And then the unbound time was probably like half that. But I also just wasn't as high and I was self-stimulating. So the fact that I even made myself squirt was crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, do you think you had to pee more? Yeah, I really had to pee when I was with that guy. Right, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Um, Okay, now, can you clarify female ejaculation and squirting? Yeah, so the study I read was Differential Diagnostics of Female Quote-Unquote Sexual Fluids, a Narrative Review. I don't know why they put sexual in quotes. I guess we produce fluids when it's not sexual, too. Yeah, I'm, like, producing fluids right now. Yeah, true. (laughs) (laughs) So women expel different types of fluids during sex. Um, So these researchers reviewed a bunch of sources uh, through the Web of Science and Ovid. So they looked through, like, a gajillion studies. Um, One gajillion. Yeah, one full gajillion. And they found that women expel fluids during sexual activities from the vagina, urinary, bladder, and the female prostate. Woo, three for one. Yeah. (laughs) So first we have lubrication fluid that comes from the vagina. So that's, like, what gets you wet. Mm -hmm. And that comes from the Bartholis and Sheen glands. And it's high in potassium and low in sodium. Wait, I'm sorry. Bartholis? Is that wrong? No, I, I I don't know how to pronounce it. I just would prefer a more lady, beautiful, feminine name. Yeah. Than Bartholis. Probably, like, a man named Bartholomew found it. <laughs> and he's like, it's my gland. <laughs> my gland makes the women wet. <laughs> makes me fucking dry. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. That's like when you're getting hot and heavy and things are getting a little wet. Female ejaculation, which mm-hmm. is not squirting, um, is the extremely scanty, scanty means small amount. I had to Google that. <laughs> scanty, milky fluid that mm-hmm. is produced by the female prostate. So the G spot. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not sure if all women have a G spot. So different studies said like one third or two thirds or 80% or 70%. Of the female population had them, mm-hmm. um, and it contains fructose and glucose. So that's the more Yummy. like creamy. <gasps> I love cream fluid, fluid. You know, like when it's kind of creamy. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Female like the white, milky. Um, and they're unsure why we have a prostate. They think it might be antimicrobial. Like it might help kill uh, microbes. <laughs> <laughs> might keep the pH in balance. And oh, shit. Okay, but yeah, they they don't know why we have one. Just for fun. So then squirting, in parentheses, gushing. Oh my god. I know, right? So that is an involuntary expulsion of a substantial amount of urine during sexual activity. It's identical to urine, but it could be diluted. So it is often clear as water, but Mm -hmm. it is urine. So Mm -hmm. it's just diluted. Um, And the fluid might be, quote unquote, contaminated by female prostate secretion. So sometimes it is a mix of female ejaculate Mm -hmm. and squirt, squirt, urine. But, um, yeah. It depends. It could be different every time. Exactly. Well, you were saying you get a lot of G-spot stimulation and it comes out, so it probably is a combo for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different type of orgasm. Sometimes I'm not sure if I had orgasmed with someone because the ones I give myself that are just clitoral feel so different Mm. than what I experience with guys. 
So it's a, do you make yourself squirt? No. I sometimes, it, sometimes I feel like I have squirted, but I did not. So I oh. think that that's just like, you know, my vagina contracting and mm. yeah, is, there wasn't a more scientific term. Mm-mm. I thought, okay, yeah, the female ejaculate. Oh, and I didn't mention that female ejaculate contains fructose and glucose. So oh, yeah, you did. Get some, oh, I did. Yeah, yeah, okay. yummy. That sugar. Um, <laughs> so this one time my ex was fingering me and I don't know if I told you this story before, but he was fingering me and he took his fingers out and like had a lot of female ejaculate on his ah. fingers. He looked at it and he gagged and then threw up in my sink. Oh my God. So we're not together anymore. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. Um, yeah. Wow. I felt really horrible. Yeah, I'm like, I would too. I can't believe that happened. Oh my God. I'm like, you literally come in my mouth and I swallow it. Yeah. Like, and, and, and it looks is, exactly the same. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Thank I'm like, you. it's sexy. Yeah. What a fuckhead. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> and as you said, um, Squirt is considered positive, an improvement to people's sex lives. And it also, I didn't mention, it occurs during the stimulation of the clitoro-urethro-vaginal complex. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's the kind of complex I want. Yeah, right? It's a good <laughs> complex. Um, and the last fluid that comes out, there's coital incontinence. So that's involuntary leakage of urine leakage of urine during sexual intercourse. That's actually peeing oh, while you're having sex. Just like by accident. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. But um, <laughs> that one's more rare. Um, how can you like even tell? Is it a lot? I'm not sure about volume, but I think like squirting is more associated, I believe with like a pleasurable sensation. Whereas involved, like quiddle incontinence might be just more like, oops, you I lost peed. control or you weren't thinking about it. Or maybe you really had to pee and you didn't pee beforehand. Yeah. Um, I think peeing in your pants is a girl thing. Just unrelated. I used to yeah. pee in my pants all the time when I was a kid. Um, like I didn't pee day. my pants, but I peed the bed. Mm. Not all the time, but I did yeah, do yeah. it. I, up until how old were you? The last time I can remember, I was 12. That's okay. 12. I think that's... One time? Normal. Like, I used to have dreams where I was sitting on the toilet and about to pee, and then I'd wake up and I'd be like, oh my god. Like, I almost peed the bed. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, that that's... Is that when you, like, stopped? Yeah. Yeah. So your body was... That's cool. My brain was like, you're sitting down to pee now. And then I was like, no, I'm not. I'm asleep. <laughs> um, cool. So that's squirting for yeah. you. I'd love squirt. to hear from our peeps about their squirting experience. Yeah, share with us on SMH and maybe we'll share it with the world. That would be crazy. Yeah, yeah. please share with us your <laughs> squirtings. Uh, Should we do a listener question? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm so excited. I'm going to name this person Charlize. That's Charlize so Theron. funny in my head. I was thinking Therese. Whoa. Um, so Charlize says, I have a problem. What is it? Orgasms with a vibrator are fine. Easy. Yes. Yeah. But orgasm with a man happened only four times. Same. And I'm very active. Oh. And all of those are when he goes down on me. Nice. <laughs> I want to know, is it possible to have a vaginal orgasm? Yup. It sure is. Charlize. <laughs> I mean, it's possible, but it might not be possible for her. Yeah, that that's right. You know why? Because only 18% of women can orgasm from vaginal vaginal penetration alone. And one of them is sitting right next to me. Hey. It's 
it's Miriam, and it's I hate her girl. for it. Well, I have to say the best orgasms are definitely the dual stim mm-hmm. vaginal clitoral, and usually it's easier for me to come just vaginally when I've already had an orgasm. Mm-hmm. So that might just be people just need to explore their bodies a little more and figure out what works for them. Um, but the clit is dank, and you should touch that shit. And if a guy, if you're having sex with someone and you found that that you're only coming when someone is going down on you, that's okay. Have them go down on you more. Yeah. Keep doing it. And sometimes if they make you come like six times and then you fuck, maybe you'll come again. Who knows? Because they build on each other. The yeah, totally, totally. It becomes easier to orgasm with each orgasm. So yeah. from the opposite. Because we don't have a refractory period. Fuck and yeah. guys do. Um, Charlize, I have, this is like my same problem. I think I've de- definitely orgasmed less probably like twice with a guy um there could be a few reasons why it's hard for you like you might be tensing up and like psyching yourself out could totally be a mental block thing which is what I think is happening with me I need to work on it work this out in therapy um bring vibrators into uh sex ask your partners if that's something that they would be interested in and if they're not interested in it then don't have sex with them yeah right and it seems like the four times you did come were with oral sex. So try to figure out what those people were doing. You should read, oh my God, everyone should read The the Vice Guide to Eating Pussy. It was written in 2000. Mm-hmm. It's a good guide. Even reading it got me horny. Okay, let's put um, it in the show notes. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. Send it to a guy you're about to, a person <laughs> you're about to have go down on you. Just be like, give this a quick read. Yeah. I think that's like a good foreplay yeah. situation. I, I feel like this girl, if, if Charlize has only been... By the way she's talking, it seems like the guys who were eating her out were, like, um, that they loved eating pussy and they were just, like, getting all up in there, mm. you know, like a like an animal. And that's the best kind of pussy. Exactly. Eating. That's the only way that I can come and Jewish guys don't really know how to do that. That's not true. The ones that I'm having <laughs> sex with don't know. You need to... You need some, to be my wing woman, yeah, Miriam. I'll get you some pussy-loving Jewish boys. <laughs> Please. Thank you. <laughs> that's all I want for Hanukkah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, Charlize, I hope that helps. Uh, yeah, let good us luck know. out there. And you know what? Sex isn't just about orgasm. If you're having fun and having a good time, then just enjoy it. Good luck, Charlize. Yeah, bye, Charlize. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> As usual, rate, review. Five stars only. Subscribe. Don't want to say anything less. You know our rule. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that feedback a coming. Um, a reminder that you can use our code um, on Unbound at checkout. Use love, R-E-L. That's love, A-R-I-E-L-L-E at checkout for 15% off. Um, and email us advice questions at thesmhpod at gmail.com. And follow the gram, smhpod. Yeah. Instagram. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. bye.